What's going on, everybody? It's Monday at 7, and this is League Talk on WEGL 91.1 FM. Here, we'll be discussing and debating NBA news and prospects on a weekly basis. I'm Gordy Stewart. Let's get right into it. What's going on, everybody? It's Monday night at 7. Uh, That means this is our first episode of League Talk. Um, on WEGL 91.1 FM. Here, we'll be debating and discussing NBA news and prospects on a weekly basis. Um, I'm Gordy Stewart. Let's get into it. Uh, everyone, introduce yourselves. Who we got here today? Uh, I'm Bo from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I've, been, I've been listening to and watching basketball just pretty much my whole life. been playing since before I can remember. And I uh, think, why not? Why not do a show about it? Something you love to do, you know? I think yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, uh, what's up guys? Uh, my name's Tucker. Uh, I'm from Birmingham. Uh, I'm a Celtics fan, you know, shout out to my first grade rec basketball team. And uh, yeah, send it over to Shoop. Uh, it, I'm Adam from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, that means I'm a Cavs fan, Ohio Ooh. State fan, Bengals fan, all Ooh. that fun stuff. Ouch. A loser. Um, pretty much like basketball since elementary school and, and just ready to dive into it. Yeah, Adam's from Ohio, but we're not going to talk about that because I'm from Michigan, uh, born and raised. A little Detroit. beef over here. Yeah, a little bit. Not so much. <laughs> but I'm a Michigan fan, unfortunately, as well as a Lions fan, unfortunately, and a Pistons fan, unfortunately. It's been kind of a rough sports year for me all around, except Auburn. I mean, Auburn has been definitely one of the few high points so far. I mean, definitely. that was pretty exciting watching them destroy Kentucky in those final minutes. That was kind of a scary game to watch. Great year, too. I mean, what are we, 19-2 and two now? Yeah, 19 and 2. Uh I don't know if you can thank the refs for that game, but I mean we shot 44 free throws, so that yeah. definitely helps. Dude, yeah. we were hitting them though. Finally, yeah. at least Samir was. I mean, what? He 14 of 15 from the line he shot. Good to go along with his 23 points. Um that was massive. We haven't been doing that, I feel like in the past. Yeah, 75% as a team. That's just something that we haven't had all year and it's finally nice to see some free throws fall yeah austin with a double double too huge double double that was huge that was huge having guys like austin who are threats to also make free throws i think changes the game for us so much yeah because they don't want to foul them absolutely and it definitely changes every single dynamic he gets about every board he gets his hand on every single ball yeah it was really interesting to see how he was able to uh i wouldn't say like dominate richards but he definitely maintained him a lot better than uh, people thought he would. He's a force to be reckoned with, man. Richards was almost a non-factor in that game. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I don't think that he had much of an impact. He had seven points, seven rebounds. I mean, that is a NBA center that Austin did a good job of maintaining and dominating. And same with Hagen's too. Yeah, uh, Hagen's only thought, had five points. Yeah. yeah, thought he would have a really good game. Uh, I did too. Fouled out. Fouled out. Yeah, had six turnovers, I think, and just just a rough performance. But they still got some uh, productivity from. Uh, Tyrese Maxey quickly too. And both Emmanuel of them. quickly both had great yeah. games. Bro, um, those are NBA guards. Yeah, I think sure. both of them are. Uh, sure. They have Absolutely. massive ceilings. They have Emmanuel with twenty three, Tyrese Maxey with twenty two. I think those are both first round draft picks at mm-hmm. some point or another. Whether it's this upcoming year, or are they both freshmen? Yeah. Is Emmanuel also? Mm-hmm. I mean, that those guys are gonna be fun to watch as they get older. Yeah, the only thing from that game that uh, kind of really stands out to me is, uh, you know, we still shot thirty five percent from the field. So ouch. 
that's definitely right. something and we that won. needs improvement. Yeah. There's where those uh, 44 free throws came in handy. It was a similar story against Ole Miss, except not all the free throws going in. Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. we're going to have to clean that up against LSU. Well, I mean, do we what, do we have a solution for guys like Trendon? Like, I know, say we take Williams? it to him, you know, drive. Drive the whole time. Should Get him be, in foul trouble. I think that that's kind of similar to what we did with Kentucky, and it yeah, worked. absolutely. I, I mean, think, if it's working, keep doing it. I think we're going to have to have massive defensive games from Purifoy and Macklemore that game. Purifoy-Watford, I mean— Trendon is very crafty in the low post, and they like to give him all the space he wants when he catches it. He can pretty much pull from yeah. anywhere. He's a first-round pick this guy's, up year. Guys have to crash year. the whole game. Oh, yeah. Watford, they, I mean, they can get so many rebounds. We'll need more than just Austin. Yeah, aren't there. they, like, the best team in the SEC in offensive rebounds? I mean, I could be wrong, but I think— Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that's right. right. Yeah. It's so believable when you got—, got like I mean, their guards, like Javante Smart— I mean, they're crashing the boards. Very few of them run out in transition because guys like Trenton can get the rebound and push. Yeah, that's a very scary team. And, you know, I don't know how we're going to handle that, but it's going to be fun to watch, that's for sure. Yeah. Our team is just naturally grittier this year than yeah. last team. We're some dogs. Than last man. year's yeah, team. Uh, can't shoot quite as well. No. Can't no. play transition it's quite as well. Definitely a completely but, different team. Yeah. We, we, they just get to the we take pride in defense, though, and that's what wins games. Mm-hmm. We we got to be one of the best defensive teams yeah. in the SEC. I liked finally seeing the press, too, in a game. It yes. Worked. It, it worked, worked well. Yes. I think that they should utilize that more. I think that's something that they may have to go to against LSU, try to force some turnovers and, and get yeah, some buckets in foul trouble too. Yeah. We need – it's about time. I think that Samir did a good job last game of really stepping up. And, I mean, hitting those free throws was huge. Early on, really early. We need we need someone in, to step up and do that night in, night out, whether it's Samir, whether it's not. I think he's very capable of doing it, yeah. but we just need a scoring show like that again this Saturday. Yeah, someone's got to step up. And I think Okoro can do that. I think that he's only a freshman, but, I mean, the way he drives to the paint, he bullies anyone. He, I mean, one-on-one, you have to have someone come help. You either foul him or he gets an easy look at a layup. I think that that's his biggest strength mm-hmm. that we could definitely utilize against LSU. Um, yeah, I agree. But yeah, that's going to be exciting. That's going to be exciting. College basketball has been crazy lately, but I say we take a turn to look at some NBA stuff. Yeah. Um, a couple <laughs> games going on right now. Um, lots of trade rumors going around. The trade deadline's coming up this soon. This Thursday, I believe. This Thursday, and then we got All-Star break this next week. Lots to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Shoof, what's the biggest trade rumor you think? I mean, we got a bunch going around, yeah. tons of people talking about Heard stuff. Heard a lot today about uh, Capella. To um, involved in three team trade deals and uh, heard a lot about D'Lo being shopped too, and which would make a lot of sense. Um, possibly to Minnesota, Cat doesn't really have any help there. Um, <laughs> that would be so dope. Openly frustrated. Yeah. They've <laughs> lost eleven in a row. I'm their second worst record in the West. They they need somebody like D'Lo who can come in and and help be a leader on that team because Cat has no help. I, th- <laughs> I think it. another part of that. Uh, that uh, D'Lo trade that's very scary to everyone or should be scary to everyone in the NBA is the Warriors are last in the NBA mm-hmm. and they yeah. can trade D'Lo <laughs> for so much value. Yes. Yeah. So you're telling me next year that they have the highest percentage right now to get the number one pick and can return Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson and then all these other draft picks that they're getting right now. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green. No, you didn't uh, notice Max. we didn't say Draymond. <laughs> notice we yeah. didn't say Draymond. Not really a factor. We're not huge Draymond fans here. I'm not. Our sure. other roommate is though. Yeah, Max Ferraro. One of our Shout good buddies Max. is. We like to argue with him a lot about that. Um, we're gonna have the phones up and running next show, so feel free to call us with any Draymond-related smoke because we want it all. 
Um, but yeah, I think that it's crazy that the Rockets are even offering Capella as a trade piece because I feel like he's the ideal center for their offense, the way they go so quick and push the ball, and he gets at least 10 boards a game, every game. He's an aerial threat. He finishes in, like, what are they looking for that? I heard the, that the Celtics might want to give him yeah, Venus Cantor? Hayward, Hayward no, too. I mean, I'll get it on Hayward. that. Uh, uh, Hayward probably has the highest contract to kind of match what Capella has to yeah, offer. to match that. So trading for Capella would kind of make more sense if it was a Hayward as opposed to Jalen Brown or anyone else. That's, uh, that's crazy, though. Yeah, and I think uh, if the Celtics get Capella, that's pretty that's much huge. the missing piece yeah, that they need. Because if you yeah. look back at all these other Celtics teams, they haven't had a true center since, I don't know, since KG. KG? That's yeah. what I was going to ask. It's probably yeah. been since KG. And you have guys that you have to play... Joel Embiid mm-hmm. multiple times a year. Giannis. Boston still owns Philly, though. Daniel Tice isn't going to cut it down there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's Daniel <laughs> Tice has had very. I mean, he's had a good season. He's but, been better. He's been better than yeah, I thought. But I feel like if they get uh, Capella, that's just the missing piece that yeah. they need because they have Kimba at the point, a great wings and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and then a true big man and Capella inside. Yeah. I think they're yeah. they'd be pretty they, much. They will be sacrificing some depth. Yeah. For, uh, to get Capella, yeah. but I think that's something that would be well worth it for them to make. Because they certainly have the depth. Yeah. They've got young they guys that could push. get more minutes mm-hmm. that don't get as many as they should. I read today that the Rockets owner Tillman Fertitta, um, the reason for him wanting to trade Capella is strictly to avoid having to pay that luxury tax that the NBA owners have to play mm-hmm. pay once they get over a certain salary cap that they're allowed to exceed, but they would have to pay more. Um, if they exceed it. So I don't know. That's interesting. So he's basically just doing it for more money. He's doing it. He wants more money. And I think that's kind of how the <laughs> common NBA pattern we've been seeing in the NBA. It's oh, everyone says it's a business. But um, uh, what? so we got D. Rose uh, oh. talking about going to the Lakers. Everyone on my team, they want to trade, man. Yeah. They want to get rid of D. Um, Rose. They want to get rid of Drummond. And supposedly Blake. the Lakers declined to trade. That would have been D. Rose for Alex Caruso in a second round pick. See, as now, a Pistons fan, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I mean, I'm frustrated that trade was ever on the table, but the fact that the Lakers were the one mm-hmm. to decline it, yeah, that's mind blowing. I, I don't understand he, what the purpose is. Maybe they see a lot in, of potential in him. I don't. I think he's a good player, but I mean, Derrick Rose Alex is someone Caruso. who's scoring 20 points a game right now, playing some of the best basketball of his career since. I mean, it's pretty clear that Alex Caruso is definitely a internet favorite. Mm-hmm. Across, oh, he's a oh, he across the whole NBA. NBA. The fans voted him into the All-Star game. I mean, he's a dog, don't so get me wrong. The only but. thing that would make sense to me is uh, he's bringing in money to L.A., but if you have other guys on that team like LeBron and A.D., how much money can a guy like Alex Caruso bring? Yeah, once again, it's NBA teams care more about money than winning, it seems. I mean, Derrick Rose, with the exception of last night where he, uh, he tweaked his hip, I guess, in the Memphis game, so it had limited minutes against Denver... He had been he had gone 15 straight games scoring 20 or more points. That is scoring at the guard spot that the, I think the Lakers could really use. Yeah, I don't think Wouldn't they, that put them over the top? What other piece mm-hmm. would they need? Maybe a shooter? Mm, yeah. They still have shooters. But I mean as the Pistons looking to get rid of D-Rose, they want to get rid of Drummond. I heard stuff about Hawks. sending him to the Hawks after yeah. John Collins. Yeah. Um I like John Collins, but Imagine Trey and Drummond. I oh my gosh. I that sounds that sounds like they make the playoffs with that. Yeah. To be honest with you, Drummond is an easy fifteen and fifteen 
every game. Oh yeah, he's I don't arguably the best center of, in the NBA. Yeah, one of the best. Centers you think you think the Hawks would be willing to get get rid of John Collins? I think it was more than Jordan. that. I think that it was John Collins, and I read either Cam Reddish or Kevin Herter, mm. um, or a pick instead of those two. Mm. Okay. I just I don't see how they could get Drummond without sacrificing Collins. No, I don't. I, I don't think they yeah. want to give him up, but they would have to give him up to be able to get Drummond. Yeah, no. I don't know what I like more. I don't know. I don't know Trey how I feel Drummond about that. Trey Drummond would be deadly. I know that I would be afraid to play against a team yeah. with Trey Young, who is the, one of the quickest sharpshooters in the NBA, and then Drummond down in the post, who's arguably one of the best defensive centers that we have in the NBA right now. It's kind of crazy, but all I know is that there are teams like the Timberwolves that are desperate for a piece. Like they're going around trying to find something, teams that want to make an impact now. Um, and I think that there's a couple teams that are looking to make an impact now. I think that the Pelicans, now that Zion's back, are really making a playoff push, it seems. I mean, they've won multiple games in a row. Is that a, is there any way they could do that? Do you think that's a possibility? It's possible. Um, every team the the top seven teams in the West all have winning records except the Grizzlies, so it, it mainly will be a fight for that eighth seed. And I I think it is plausible for the Pelicans to find a way in the playoffs, but I I think they're maybe more so looking forward towards next year having a full season with everyone healthy on the roster and um, yeah, you know hopefully making a playoff push. Then I this season seems a little less likely. Yeah, I mean I'm looking forward to finding out though. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, everybody. We'll see you guys in a couple minutes. What's going on, everybody? We're back with League Talk 91.1 WEGL. You know what it is. Um, got my guys here with me, Adam Shoup, Tucker Haygood, and Bo Jewell. Uh, guys, the All-Star game is coming up here just next week. Am I right? We got yeah. less than a week until the All-Star game. There's yeah. a couple guys that got snubbed from that roster, in my opinion. Definitely. Uh, some of those guys, I mean, my, the biggest snub in my opinion is Devin Booker. I think that he put up a ridiculous season and it's a historical season and still didn't get selected. I mean, what An- do you think? Another one too, uh, along with it, they have similar stats as Bradley Beal. They oh. have almost identical stats. Um, and they're the only players in the past 35 years averaging over 27 points a game that haven't made to, an all-star team. To not make that's It's absolutely ridiculous. I, yeah. <laughs> I think Beal is without, like, it should have even been a question. He should have been an all-star. Because mm-hmm. I was, isn't he like, I think he's like fifth in the NBA in scoring right now. Mm-hmm. Bro, that, how is that not an all-star? I mean, he leads that team. He is, as far as I'm concerned, the only scorer on that team. I mean, he has the ultra green light. I In, in his division, who made it over him? Kyle Lowry? Kyle yeah, Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Are you Probably. kidding me? And then um, in the West, uh, Chris Paul is arguably questionable one compared to Booker. Chris Paul, I see. That's where I'm confused. Is when it comes to All Star selections, what's the criteria? Yeah, like? what matters? Do they want yeah. winners? Do they want scorers? Do they want someone? Because I mean, they go back and forth on themselves, and it, for me, it just seems like it's politics. Mm-hmm. They want what ticket sales? They want views? Are they going to get that with Chris Paul and Kyle Lowry? I don't understand. I mean, yeah, but then, like, you look at guys that are, like, Bam's having a great season. He made he made it as a reserve, but you could definitely argue that Bradley Beal's a bigger yeah. name in the NBA than Bam Bam is, Bam Adebayo. Yeah. Yeah. And do they do that because they want more big men? Well, they do. I mean, they have to have a certain amount of front court and back court. So they do have to have yeah. a certain amount of each position. Mm-hmm. 
But so, I mean, what they put LeBron at point guard or something? I mean, helpful. <laughs> I think he's a forward. Uh, another big one would be Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, as we talked yeah. about earlier, Timberwolves having a really rough season, but it hasn't stopped him. I mean, he's I, I think that's why double double still. I, yeah, I think that's why his incredible scoring and rebounding efforts just go completely under the rug because mm-hmm. they've lost what eleven games in a row. Yes. That, Their second 11-game losing streak of the season. <laughs> get that man some help. Yeah. Someone go out to Minnesota and help that man <laughs> score the ball. Yeah. Also, new new uh, All-Star game format that they're trying out this year. Uh, have y'all gotten a chance to look at it yet? Dude, it's yeah. so confusing. I've heard I, some bunch yeah. of stuff about it. I'm so confused, I got it. Though. Yeah, I got it right here. Um, so each quarter, the first three quarters, starts off 0-0. And then both the, they're all basically just three games that are 12 minutes timed what? and what? the winner of each quarter gets to no- donate to uh, a charity of their choice which oh, is wow. awesome that's pretty cool they're all going to pick Kobe and Vanessa's charity yeah uh i think it's chicago based charity actually yeah. oh really yeah that's where the all-star game is this year and then so yeah the fourth quarter is supposed to be some sort of tribute to Kobe am i right yeah so they take the team that scored the most points in those three quarters and they tally up all like all three of them they add 24 points to it, and they turn off the game clock, turn off the sh- – I'm not sure about the shot clock, but they turn off the game clock and play to that score. So say that the East or Team Giannis scores um, 100 points in those three quarters, they'll play to 124 mm-hmm. no matter wow. how long it takes. Wow. wow. That would be, yeah. be interesting. I guess they wanted to do this because it's got to be one of the worst all-star games in the professional yeah. sports, it's Dude, there's just no defense. Yeah. Any of these past couple years, I think they're just trying to make it more competitive. I mean, that or the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, I th- <laughs> yeah, the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that, um, but I think that that's kind of that's kind of cool that they're doing a tribute mm-hmm. to Kobe in the fourth. It's probably going to be an emotional night. I mean, Kobe mm-hmm. used to dominate these these games. Yeah. I mean, four time, every game. four time All Star MVP. Isn't it like that? I yes, he's a four-time. He's second eight, all-time. 18 appearances. Yeah. Second all-time in all-star Incredible. game total points with 290. And then isn't uh, one team's wearing 24 and then no, another team's wearing team LeBron's Are they really? Two. That's what I heard. Oh, my Giannis gosh. I love that. Four. Oh, my gosh. I love that. We were going to start the show last week, but just out of respect and honestly out of nothing to say, we didn't. We were at the loss for words of Kobe's, the loss of Kobe and his mm-hmm. – his daughter and everyone else, everyone else that was on that plane. Yeah, that was a tragedy that really just I think shook the world. I yeah. think it really was inter- everywhere you looked. Yeah, internationally, you look at guys that uh, you know play soccer in Madrid. There's there's teams in uh, China, like all all everyone. over the world. People are yeah. reaching out and you know sending their condolences, yeah. giving sad, tributes. Sad stuff. So uh, impacted on a, on a lighter note. Uh, the dunk contest this year. Uh, some big names, some returning guys, uh, some new guys. <laughs> uh, so what do you all think about uh, the dunk contest this year? You got any predictions? I think that there's no way in heck that Derek Jones doesn't win it with these guys that are playing. I I love it. Did you see Aaron Gordon when he won? When he got Did snubbed? You? Didn't he just get snubbed last year or two years ago when he I'm jumped over the Jay Cole? Him and Zach Levine. Oh yeah, greatest dunk contest of all yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, most entertaining by far. But what, it, wasn't it the year before he got snubbed when he jumped over his own mascot and did the ball under his yeah, legs? Yeah, that was the one with Zach Levine. So was there it? were teams on that year for the. Are you saying that they were like on the same team for the dunk contest, or they were against each other? 
They're they're all competitors. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. That's why I'm confused. Yeah. So we are all talking about the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Then I think he'll be coming back with a vengeance for sure. But I just like I, mean, I saw a picture of Derek Jones dunking in pregame, and he stares at the rim. Yeah, I think yeah. he's got the the most balance in the whole entire competition in the world. I don't know, man. Dwight <laughs> Howard, Superman return. Relax. Never. <laughs> yeah, relax. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that it'll be fun. Old. I think it'll be fun to see Pat Connaughton out there. I mean, that's a guy who set the, the NBA draft combine vertical leap record. Really? The record see, that's out of Notre like Dame. Yeah. Was it 44 inches? I better look wow. it up. He holds the record. Uh, I thought he was um, more of a sharpshooter, but... He's a bouncy kid, and he has been really? since his Notre Dame days. I remember seeing I mean, some crazy yeah, I was looking. I was looking at his highlights... Uh, Today, when they were talking about him being in the dunk contest, he doesn't have anything flashy, but it, he definitely gets up there. If you so. give him space, I'm thinking he's got... I think yep. he'll surprise people. It, it'll be fun yeah. to see. He's, so, he's got to have some kind of tricks. All right, who's your winner? Ultimately. I mean, if I if I did it, I would say Derek Jones. If I were betting on it, uh, yeah, without I'm, a doubt. I want to go with Derek Jones Jr. Bo? Just because okay. uh, y'all are all saying Derek Jones, I'm going to go with Aaron Gordon that's I'm also taking Aaron Gordon. I guess we're split here. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Oh. I mean, I'd, I'd say it's no secret those are the two leaders. I think that yeah. pretty much everyone is predicting it's one of the mm-hmm. two. Yeah, I feel least, I would be very surprised if Dwight Howard comes out on top. Yeah, yeah, I would too. But I mean, that's I mean, he won it before. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but how long ago was that? It was like in 2000, what? What, 10 years? Probably when he was with Eight? the Magic, wearing the Superman. Mm. I mean, I thought that was kind of cool back in the day. Yeah, I thought it was so cool. I jumped on the uh, yeah. tw- the 12-foot rail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing the cape. I mean, that was one of the coolest things I had ever seen at the time. But, I mean, he's just getting up there. I just couldn't imagine him winning. No. but um, He's getting pretty old. That's pretty exciting. That's going to be crazy to watch without a doubt. That's definitely my favorite all-star event every year mm-hmm. compared to the three-point contest. Um, you know, Most the all-star game skills, the skills. The three-point contest will be interesting, too. They just announced today that Joe Harris is going to be coming back, trying Ooh. for another, you know, second ring in a row. Yeah, two-peat. Um, they haven't announced the rest of the, the competition yet, but they will for sure, and we'll be talking about it on our next show without a doubt. But um, it's the middle of the season. You know, we're, I'd say All-Star Game is about an accurate time to say it's the midpoint of the NBA season. Who are some of our, you know, it's not too early to talk about MVP. Mm-hmm. I think that you can talk about MVPs up to today's date. And um, I think we all kind of have some ideas of our own. What were some of y'all's predictions? What would you guys think? How do you guys think this is going to shake up when the end season awards come? I like Giannis for MVP. I mean, he's averaging uh, 30 points a game. I do uh, too. Like 13 rebounds a game. I love like that. I love it. He's, I, he's leading a good Bucks team too. They're well built around him yeah. too to win yeah. games. They might end as one of the best teams of all time too. They're already 42-7, and 43-7 maybe. They're yeah. shooting for that record. They're on pace to win 70 They're games. going for that record. I hope um, they do. I'm a big fan of Giannis and yeah. I, guys on that team. I have a hard time seeing anybody else taking it from him. I think he gets back-to-back. I, I, I don't know how you... Okay, so yes, it's true. The Bucks are an amazing team. And if you yeah. look at uh, the MVP award as, you know, as a team award also... I think you got to give it to Giannis, but as a as a player, I mean, Harden is averaging thirty five point seven points a game. Yeah, but he's been Jeez. he's been a little inconsistent this year. He came back last night. He's been only inconsistent this past week, dude. He's still averaging the most points per game in and, the NBA. And then on top of that, that much, though, on you. top of that, he's averaging six and a half rebounds a game and seven assists. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, his I'm numbers are great. Discrediting anything he yeah, does, I just have a problem with his field goal and three point percentage. Yeah, I mean, if you shoot yeah. that many shots, they're I not mean, awful. He, he no, went one of seventeen from deep one no, night. There, it's <laughs> been the past, I think, what almost two weeks. He's kind of been struggling, and that's allowed yeah. Russell to really blossom in their offense. Which he did. He had like seat. ten games with thirty plus and in Eric a row. Gordon dropped fifty without. That was so awesome. Westbrook and Harden without <laughs> any of them. No Capella either that game. Yeah, he just took over. <laughs> I, I love watching Harden, and I think that they're going to be a team that could possibly be a contender if they figure out their chemistry with him, Westbrook, and if Capella mm-hmm. stays. If you ask me, that's a NBA championship yeah. lineup. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what their team looks like uh, in a couple of days. It yeah, look a little different. Yeah. But. See, I my MVP prediction, at least as of now, as of today, I would also say Giannis, but I like Luka. I don't think that their team is going to win enough games, but... Luca is averaging 30 a game, 10 rebounds, almost 10 assists. At such a young age. And that man is younger than we are. He's, yeah. he's got to be in the discussion. I mean, he's incredible. It he's, doesn't make any sense what he's he can doing. can do I mean, everything. I'm ashamed to say that I didn't predict any of this when he came into the league. I don't, I don't want to I don't think brag, you, you but... You did. I, I know you did. I know she did. And I argued with him day <laughs> and night. I, I did. I, I said, he's, he's too young, he's too slow. No, he's, told, he he's, played professionally for what? Five, he played to LeBron seven years. James when he was 16 years yeah, old. Yeah, he's legit. He's <sighs> he's proven that he learned a lot. But I think that uh, he's going to get snubbed for MVP because of guys like Giannis or Harden, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, but he's got a lot of time. He, to well, he's also though. been hurt a couple times this year. Yeah. He's hurt right so now. That kind of that kind of is he hurt right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got a sprained ankle. Yeah, that weeks. doesn't help him out. That yeah. doesn't. But I, I I have him as my most improved. I think that he last year averaged 21 points a game. That's a nine point differential now that he's yeah. averaging 30. And he's really turned in as to one of the best players in the NBA. Oh, yeah. As top, a rookie being, five. Yeah. Easily top five. It's almost out of discussion. To he's put him pretty much else. averaging a triple double, um, 0.5 assists away. Most improved is going to be really competitive this yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of odd to see this many players get this. Take such a big step in one season. That's a hard award to give out, I think. Yeah, yeah for sure. I agree. Um, I think one you, that needs to be considered, and I'm sure that will be, is uh, Devontae Graham for the Hornets. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without I, a doubt. I mean, I know that their team isn't one of the best. That's yeah. actually one of the worst. But, um, uh, he's up 14 points from last year, two rebounds and five assists to give Sheesh. him 18 points and almost eight assists a game. Sheesh. Yeah, you I mean, take a guy that is getting five points a game, and then the next season comes out of nowhere and averages 18. Yeah, and he's wow. a, a very efficient three-point shooter, very confident. I mean, I, I think, think, yeah, I'm going to have to, I don't know if you there. said that's your pick, but that's definitely my pick for most improved yeah. player of the year. I'm between him and uh, Bam Adebayo. It's because yeah. he's, he's Bam up to is a, 16 you know, I love points, Bam. you know, 11 rebounds. He's up seven points from last year, three rebounds. He's, he's really, an all-star. Yeah, he's, he's an he's all-star. He's taken such a big step. I think it could easily be him. I, I like Trey Young too. Yeah, Trey Young. I mean, he in his rookie year, he got snubbed for rookie of the year, in my opinion. I know that Luca put on a show, but that, that Trey, was a tough one. Trey went off, and he's doing it again this year. He's the, going, o- yeah. the only bright spot on this Hawks season mm-hmm. is Trey's production, and he's shooting at a high clip, high percentage, almost thirty points a game, almost thirty a game, doing that at the same time. It's almost unreal mm-hmm. at such a young age too. Both of those guys, I like a lot. Yeah, um, absolutely. What about Defensive Player of the Year? I mean, there's a couple guys that have kind of been doing the same thing these past couple of years. You know, Gobert got it last year. I think he's possibly a contender again this year. Mm-hmm. I like Whiteside, personally. Oh, yeah. AD. Love AD. Yeah. Whiteside is averaging three blocks a game, 14 rebounds. That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. That, His stats have, have 
gone up a lot this year too. And when you watch them play, he is a force. They're afraid to shoot layups and floaters over him just because of how dang big he is. Yeah, like, in this stretch, I'm pretty sure he's averaging five blocks a game <sighs> while they've on their winning streak. Yeah, I think that's that's my defensive player of the year uh, guy. Who's, I think it's three him blocks or AD. a game. I yeah. I agree. I think it's uh, ads getting two and a half blocks a game, one and a half steals. That's uh, crazy, yeah. dude. Is it? I, I think it's between a game AD that, and like, white side at the top. They've been they've been they've been both going back and forth. I think competing. I think yeah. it's not possible impossible to say Rudy. Um, no, he's a guy that's got to be in the discussion every year. Mm-hmm. But um, no what about, on, though. I know that another midseason award we could give out is six man. I think that you know there's only so many teams that really allow their bench to have lots of production, and I would say the Clippers are one of them that loves to play their bench. Uh yeah, he's got two guys. Yeah, I think uh, by the end of his career, they're going to name this award after him, and I don't see. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be disrespectful to him and the rest of the NBA and all of their fans yeah. if you don't give the six man award to Mister Six Man, <laughs> Lou Williams. Lewis I mean, he, Williams. Yeah. He just named his kid six. <laughs> <laughs> That's, he, loves, he thrives on <laughs> that it. That award it. was made for him. He's the yeah. best six man. This could be a hot take, but I don't think it's I think it's fair to say that he could be the best six man I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. I mean he comes off the bench, he averages almost twenty a game. He's a bucket. Six assists. Yeah. And he catches the ball and he scores every time. It's big shots too. <laughs> it's big shots. And he as a six man, it's weird though, because he likes to come in and change the pace, but he plays more than some of the guys who start over him. Mm-hmm. They keep him in and crunch. Preference, time too, right? To come off the bench. He loves to come off the bench. He, I, yeah. I think that that's amazing. And Just I think watches the game until Yeah, until he sees what's then, happening. Yeah. What about uh, yeah, rookie of the year? What are you guys thinking? Anyone stopping Jaw? I don't hard think to stop jaw. It's jaw. It's sure. jaw. That's it. Zion started too late to catch up with him. Otherwise, he would. But I think that the crowd would say everyone Tyler loves Hero. Zion so much, dude. You never know if he starts putting up crazy numbers, gets back to his full health. Is it too late? You think for him if he starts averaging what twenty and ten? Yeah, as a rookie? I just think yeah. the jaw has almost you know twice as many games as him he's what he's averaging like 17 and a half yeah. points a game and they almost the, made the all-star team yeah and the um the grizzlies have the eight spot in the west right now yeah i, I think it's gotta be Jaw. it's a team led by a rookie i yeah. think it's gotta be him, him there, there are some great rookies this year but jaw i think has separated themselves i mean i like tyler hero of course <laughs> I, like tyler hero. I like tyler hero i think tyler hero is his ceiling as a sharpshooter, I mean, he's going to end up, I say, being a J.J. Redick-esque kind of player. That's fair. Maybe not as good percentage-wise. Maybe better ball handle, better driving abilities. But as a rookie, he's putting up way crazier numbers than anyone would have thought, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, none of you guys predicted he would do this. Who, Tyler? Yes. Tyler? Yes. I've been trying to tell you guys about Tyler. Yeah, that team uh, he Kendrick has Nunn. really yeah, he, big he, confidence right now. A sneaky rookie that I was looking at today who kind of gets shadowed by another... Uh, a rookie is Brandon Clark. True. Oh, yeah. Brandon Clark, Clark is amazing. Dude, yeah. he is efficient. Dude. Christian Wood, too. He, Christian Wood on the Pistons, is. I'm, I like him, too. They're similar players. They have very similar play yeah. style. But, yeah, Brandon Clark is really good. He um, is. He has so much bounce. A lot. <laughs> he has so much bounce. The Grizzlies are a few pieces away from being a really good team again. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we we got to go to commercial. Uh, you're listening to League Talk on 91.1 WEGL. When we get back, we'll talk about some of our contenders or pretenders in the playoffs as well as some final hot takes on 
some possible playoff teams that will or not make it, as well as our final pickums that we have for tomorrow night's games. Uh, we got our locks of the night for you all, so stick with us. We'll be back in a few. And we're back. You're listening to 91.1 WEGL. Um, this is League Talk. Uh, right, We were just finished up a conversation about some midseason awards, uh, such as MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Most Improved, and such. One guy that we didn't mention, he had to go to commercial, is Damian Lillard. Shoop, I know you're a personal fan. <laughs> have been for literally as long as I've known you. This we man. went to the beach in fifth grade, and you were wearing the jersey. This man <laughs> loves Damian Lillard. <laughs> Always have been. What... Do you think that if he keeps up the kind of production that he's had, which has included, you know, tr- his first triple double, fifty point games, sixty point games, <laughs> sixty point game? I mean, um, he is—he's got the true mama mentality. Do you think if he keeps yeah. up this type of production that he could enter the MVP discussion? Absolutely, I think he's already entered it. Um, he yeah. right now, the way he's playing, he is the best player in the NBA over the past, you know, ten games or so. It's fair, yeah. to, but say. I, fair I, to say. I, you know, sure. I think that. The Trailblazers are forming into a team that uh, if they are able to make that playoff push, I, I think there's someone that's scary in the first round. And, you know, if you're like the Lakers or the Clippers or any of those top seeds, you don't want to see them in no. the first round. Oh, no, because you don't. By that, by um, April and May in playoff time, they're getting Nurkic back and Zach Collins to help with their interior defense and rebounding, which is something that they just desperately adds. need when Whiteside's off the court. Okay, so so you're saying you think that Portland at best what makes it to a seven seed? Where are they at right now? They're twenty three and twenty seven. Twenty three and twenty seven in the ninth spot. They're one game yeah. behind Memphis and they're uh seven wins behind Oklahoma City mm-hmm. at the seventh spot. So I, I think at what at best they get a seven, seven. seed? Yeah. So right now they'd be playing, you can argue, it's Lakers, Clippers, Nuggets. Nuggets it's a or, lot of fluctuation. Yeah, fluctuation yeah. there. I just, I, I don't believe in this Trailblazers team. Well, you don't? Okay. okay, I, I didn't say, no, no, you, that's where, that's where you're wrong. All hail Damian Lillard. That's where you're wrong. I didn't say Give that me your I, points. I, I didn't say I don't believe in Damian Lillard. He is a walking bucket. Where are your doubts? The rest of the team. Okay. CJ McCollum? Okay, I'm not saying anything about CJ McCollum. I'm saying they have, okay, they have these guys returning, but they've had all these other guys. I feel like they've had a decent team all year, yes, battling injuries, but they're 23 and 27. They've been decent. They kind of, for some reason, struggle to win games. Exactly. Um, well, at least they yeah. have been. And I don't really understand why, to be honest with you, because with, you know, Dame and CJ are maybe the best guard tandem. Currently, that we've seen this season, mm-hmm. they're yeah. they're got white side. Yeah, they're a hot team right now, but I think now is kind of. I mean, yeah, it's they a can good make time. A push. It's, it's a good early. time to pl- to get hot, but then again, it's not a good time to get hot because we're about to take a, an all star break. Well, they don't really have a choice whether or not to get hot since they're so they were so far under five hundred. I think yeah, as bad as eight games at one. They point. They have to, but they've been seven and three overall in their past ten games. Yeah, mm-hmm. one four in a row. So you're telling me they've been they were nineteen and twenty seven. Yes, um, but I don't the, get it. You they had a you're forgetting. Oh, they're this, in the this West. Team won or this team made it to the Western Conference Finals last year. They know how to win Playoff in games. the first round, in the second round, and hopefully they can get over the hump and take that step to I the just, finals. Dame is playing, without without a question, the best basketball of his career. Out of his mind. Averaging but, 30 points on his highest field goal percentage at 46%, highest three-point percentage at 40%, and his highest assist totals at eight a game. Well, also, if 
Absolutely. If you're tell if if the the Trailblazers have to play the Lakers in the first round, it's over. The season's over. Okay. Well, they just beat the Lakers. I thought. I mean, yeah, they if just you're beat the Lakers, but LeBron... you're talking about playoff LeBron and a team that's going to be doing it for Kobe Bryant. Ouch. That's a that's a that's fair, and I think that's part of Portland's issues is they are in the West, mm-hmm. and the West is easily way more stacked than the East, and they play difficult games night in and night out. They're playing, you know, they got Denver, Utah, both LA teams, Rockets, Mavs. Those, I mean, that is all in the West, so it's going to be difficult for them to get a playoff spot, but I don't think it's impossible for them to make any upsets in the playoffs. You're, I don't think LeBron wants to see Dame. I could, I mean, I could see them, <laughs> be, not I could see them beating Denver in the first round, but I don't see them beating any LA team. Well, we'll wait and see, I guess. I think it's yeah, definitely so a possibility. Tucker seems to think they're a pretender. Uh, we got, you know, some other contenders or pretenders. Um, in the East and West, anybody got my personal? Fenders? I have one. I have one. It Go is definitely it. the Houston Rockets. Everyone and literally everyone wants to tear them apart. Everyone wants to say that it's not going to work with Harden. The system is not going to win games. I think that if you have Harden playing to the best of his ability and Westbrook playing in the way that he has recently, they will be insanely difficult to lose with their fast-paced game, with their incredible scoring that they can possibly do. I know they're streaky, but if they're all playing well together, I well, mean, they the could Seattle's beat anyone. Trade, I, if yeah, the trade is a huge factor in this. Yeah. If they lose Capella, yeah, that's, that changes that's, everything. That changes, that changes everything. I don't. I, I would be surprised if they traded Capella. Uh, okay, right now you have the Philadelphia 76ers as a sixth seed. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. The East is really tight, though. They could. The Pacers. It is very tight. I like the Pacers, too. Mm-hmm. I like them with Old Depot. They're one of the deepest teams in the league. Yeah. Them and the Heat, both teams yeah. that could dig but deep in their bench. Is, is the minutes. 76ers' road, I guess, Worse. struggles <laughs> been. Or is that something that should concern them where in the playoffs you alternate pretty much yeah. going yeah. home and away? Absolutely. Well, I mean, they're struggling with health. Too. You got Embiid, who's on and off. Josh Richardson hasn't been playing with them, for, I think, for the past week, and he's a vital piece of their offense, considering he's the only shooter in really, that lineup. Really, the only Tobias, like, true guard. I guess Tobias. Yeah, but the only true guard is better to say. Yeah, that's yeah, that's another team that should definitely be looking for, for a shooter or a guard. Yes, they miss JJ the Redick. Yeah, they. Yeah. I don't understand why they don't have one. That's that a, would transform the spacing. Mm-hmm. They they would have lanes for Ben Simmons to beat one man like he does all day. They would have an opportunity for Embiid to post up the smaller center or whoever's guarding. Yeah, Embiid can exactly. take on anyone. That's right. The 76ers were my East pretender um, for the reasons that we've mentioned already. And I even from this summer, I didn't really understand what they were trying to do with their lineup. They just want to have the biggest lineup in the league, which is scary. It's intimidating. It's hard to defend. Point guard. But... They they sacrificed a lot of their shooters and now they're starting to see the repercussions of that and I think, you know, it's a little worse than they were anticipating. I agree with you completely. Okay, um, another another team here. The Raptors have won eleven straight games. They're number they're two high. in the East. Mm-hmm. Can they can they keep this going? Dude, if if Fred Van Fleet keeps giving the production off the bench that he has. <laughs> if Siakam keeps playing like he has been, which he's improved even against since last year, 
They've had injuries, so Ibaka's been playing the five spot for them, which has been working. Mm-hmm. I mean, he plays; he's an incredible shot blocker, runs in transition with Siakam and them. Yeah, Kawhi. they could they could do it. Yeah, Kawhi must have done seed. something to this team. Oh, that's yeah, what, that's what I was thinking at the beginning of the season. We saw their record was really good, and it was like. Oh, okay, well, maybe it's a little bit like hungover from last year winning the championship. And, and they kept winning. But they're still winning at this <laughs> rate. Like Kawhi's there. And it's, it's I don't know. I mean, can they make that deep playoff run again? Maybe. They're maybe se- they can. Their selflessness and team chemistry it's, that they yeah, exhibit they when they play, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's fun it's to watch. It's unlike any other team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, dude. And, and Kyle Lowry, I mean, we talked about him maybe not being – not deserving an all-star selection, but he's a big part of that. I think that he scores when they need to and passes when they need to, and yeah. he facilitating and being in charge of that offense and distributing to guys like Siakam and Ibaka mm-hmm. winning where they need it. He's good at that. He's got a high basketball IQ. Yeah, he transformed his game when Kawhi got there, uh, started taking less shots and started trying to uh, move the ball more, facilitate, find his teammates, and that, that's carried over to this season. I think it's working well for them. Anyone else have any contenders or pretenders that they think could be? I like one or the, the other? Celtics in the East. Oh, without a doubt. Especially, That's especially if they end up getting Capella. If they get somehow, if they get Capella, uh, their I'm, team. I'll is call com- it right now: Eastern Conference Finals. Their team oh. is pretty much from, from the two Celtics fans. Shocker there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Um, to it's not, I mean, it's not. It's I'm not that much of a hot take. No, it's not. It's not a hot. The yeah. only the question are good. The only question would be the bench. Yeah, they're, yeah. If they their do, depth wouldn't be, mm-hmm. they'll be struggling a little more. Brad Stevens is an amazing coach. Mm-hmm. Danny Ainge, great GM. That's I, I've got a uh, I've got a pretender. Okay, I've got a pretender. I um, I don't think that the Jazz are going to be able to hang. That's funny you say that. That's who I was thinking too. I the past couple games, it's been pretty evident to me. These guys, first of all, they look tired. Mm-hmm. Which guys like Donovan, Don, if they're going to win games, Donovan has to have 25, 30 points. Yeah, and they had you know Jordan Clarkson. Randomly pop off the other day for thirty three or forty three thirty three. That, that was a great pickup. That, that was like huge. Thirty seven. Like he almost went for yeah, four. And yeah, twenty four in the fourth, I believe. He needs more playing time for sure. But I mean, they need scoring. They need. Yeah. If Donovan is not producing like he is, they need another person to step up. Well, and Bogdanovich has been good. I think they have not the team enough. They want. Uh, Mike Conley's been underperforming a lot. That's, he's, that's they he's need overrated. him to step up. Um, he's overrated. They yeah. need him to step up bad like yeah. he did when he was on yeah. the Grizzlies. But he has not played like the same player. Yeah, I, I don't know what's wrong. He's, very he's quiet been injured, yeah, injured on and off the whole year. I don't think he can really seem to get in any kind of groove because he just misses so much time. But uh, hopefully he can find a way to get it together or else the Jazz might be looking at an early exit in the playoffs. And Gobert has been good. I mean, he got his first All-Star selection after mm-hmm. watching him cry about not getting it last year. I mean, he deserved it last year. <laughs> he deserved it last year. He deserved it. <laughs> him I mean, and Drummond were slumped last year. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that he hasn't been well. He hasn't been very good because I mean he has for sure. But they need more. They need him to shoot more. I mean he's averaging 14.5 rebounds a game, but only 15 points. Um, we, we they need more. They need points from somewhere. And I think that Jordan Clarkson can help. I think that Bogdanovich can take more shots because mm-hmm. I mean he has been hitting them. Yeah. And that, he's an incredible player that we've seen. They still. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't. I don't think that they have the depth yet to make a deep playoff push, but they're very close to being a legitimate contender. Okay. Maybe we, not this year. Yeah, we've talked about, you know, contenders, pretenders. Are there any teams that y'all think that are on the 
outside of the playoff picture that have a very good chance of making it by the, by the start of the playoffs. Trailblazers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just I like the Trailblazers. Um, the Grizzlies are just outside, aren't they're, they? They're, they're, they're eight. Right they're eight. They just got in? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I like them, obviously, to I, stay there. I like the Spurs. Dude, yeah. they, they, when LaMarcus Aldridge is playing big minutes and you got DeRozan producing, yeah, it's pop. I think they're. I have faith players. in that man. It's I, pop. <laughs> I learned from these past couple NBA finals that he went to. I've learned to always have faith in that oh, man. No doubt about it. I just think that they're defensively a weaker team than they've ever been. He's not used to seeing uh, guys that have trouble defending this much. They give up a lot of points. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know about them. I. I think that they kind of would have trouble making a final push there. Uh, yeah. I think you know same story every year it's going to be a toss-up for that 7-8 spot mm-hmm. in the west the, the east doesn't really look like there's mm-hmm. any teams that could make a push Mm-mm. i mean I don't um, think so. it's hard to tell because like chicago's been dealing with injuries you know zach levine and Markinen both been on and off mm-hmm. the floor chris dunn hasn't played wendell carter hasn't played Otto porter jr hasn't played those are all starters that maybe not chris dunn but Laurie, Wendell, and Otto Porter are all starters for that team that they've been trying to play without. They're 19 and 33. Um, if they're healthy, they're still sitting at the ninth spot in they're, the East. They're Which, only, what, two games back of Orlando? Yeah. yeah. Two games back, and two, two games back of Brooklyn at the yeah, seventh spot. Yeah. The, the craziest part is really how wide open the East still is. From six to seven. It's just ten, a toss up. You know, it's 10 it's, games. Who knows? I mean, yeah. game it's basically seven, eight. For, yeah, seven, eight in the East, yeah. I think is that toss up, just like the West. I, if they're healthy, I'm a big Zach Levine guy, big Laurie Marketing guy. They could really at least be better than Orlando. The the Bulls are just kind of like that team that it they it's like they're just treading water. It's like <laughs> yeah. they. They're they, just mid. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> it's like hard to tell like, what they need. They're missing a couple pieces, and it's like, well, what pieces do they need? It's, yeah. They keep drafting guys that like half work out, half don't. Yeah. They don't commit to them, but and they then don't they trade. get rid of them. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> they, 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 they don't keep faith decisions. in their guys for long either. Like, yeah. they're excited. They're trigger happy. And with I trades. think part of that, they've had a lot of coaching problems over the past couple of years, haven't been able to commit to any one guy. The players can't get behind any one guy. So it's, yeah, no luck. That's part of it too. No luck in the uh, free agent market, which Chicago, you would think such a historic team yeah, would yeah. be hot, a hot spot for a free agent, but it's maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one you day. You would think, I mean, do you think that there's a lot of guys too that are from Chicago um, that would like to be play on that team that has such a storied reputation? They, but they thought they'd get AD, right? <laughs> I <did>. Yeah. <laughs> I think every offseason they think they're going to get somebody, and yeah. we hear these rumors. Well, same with the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Just based on location. I saw Four a video. Guys. After their last game, um, Zach Levine got so mad at Jim Boylan mm-hmm. for calling a late-game timeout um, when they were taking the ball up the court. Zach was. And it looked like he had the open lane. It looked like he was on the whole right side of the floor with just one-on-one with the guy. And the coach called the timeout because he wanted to run a play. Zach comes off the floor agitated, very obviously bothered, he asking him, why, why? I was trying to run something. I was trying to get this. The coach says he was trying to run a play um, because they haven't been following much of the plays, according to him. It, I wonder if that's the issue, is that there's not good chemistry. They don't have faith in their coach. They don't believe in him. Um, I think that if they figure out the system and how each piece fits when everyone's healthy, 
they could certainly make an impact. Yeah. Um, they're still, I don't know. They're struggling they got to right buy now. into their system. Yeah. Picks. They, or find a new coach. They do for sure. Um, do they play tomorrow? I'm trying to see. They do not play tomorrow, but there's a bunch of games tomorrow. There's, I think there's four games. Yeah. Not a bunch, but yeah. we have, uh, everyone's put together a couple of their picks for those games. We got a couple locks of the week for tomorrow's games. Um, yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood. This is our first one. We're going to start keeping up with everyone's records on the show um, so you guys will know who's the best. Yeah. And, you know, Let's I bet my record's guys. the best. Bring no. me my and then everyone will kind of be after. But. Tell them, bring me my money. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, you want to start us off with your locks All of right. tomorrow's games? Well, I have two. Um, I think Portland. So Portland's going to play. At the Nuggets. I'm going to sound like the biggest Portland uh, homer of all time. But I do think it's it's plus five, and I think they get that. And I think they went out right. Um, they've shown that they can win in Denver. Uh, Denver is missing two starters still, I believe, in Millsap and Murray. Yeah. And yeah. I think uh, even if Dame doesn't stay hot, I think maybe CJ's time's to shine. I think Whiteside plays well, and I think they uh, cover spread and get the point or, and get the win there. Yeah. Um, and then a total I like is uh, the Spurs and Lakers over 227. I like that. Um, they're not fast-paced teams, and the Lakers are a good defensive team, but I think they can score a lot on the Spurs who can't defend that well, and I think the Spurs have a lot of depth. And they'll Yeah, the Spurs to, can score too. Yeah, they can, they, they can be able to get that DeMar, number pretty easily. I especially when DeMar is going off, when you got LaMarcus in the, in the low post. Mm-hmm. They could. I mean, that you were saying earlier. Murray. They could do. They could. They're hard, they're a hard team to predict how mm-hmm. they're going to play. To be honest, because they're back and forth a lot. They though. are very back and forth. I think that's to do with injuries and stuff too. Yeah, but yeah, those are got Portland and Lakers, Spurs over. Yeah, I like those. Did you want you like Portland money line and spread? Yes. Wow. I like both of them. You got a lot of confidence. You're doubling up. I like it too. Shocker. One of my locks for the night for tomorrow was. For that Portland plus five, also. Mm-hmm. Um, Same I mean, here. I picked that also. I, I think th- it's fair to. I, yeah, I think Portland plus five is one of those that, you know, you got the team so hot, it's. You, I you mean, have to pick them. When right? guys like Dame have been playing the way they are, and I mean, Denver's been keeping it close with teams. They haven't been blowing them out these past couple of weeks because of their injury woes. Mm-hmm. And Gary Harris is back, but gave him no extra production the other night. It was like one for eight, one for nine. Jokic has been carrying. Jokic has been carrying. Jokic yeah. has been carrying. He's a beast. <laughs> but I'd love, I look forward to seeing him battle with Whiteside. Yeah, I know I just dogged on the the trailblazers a little bit but you don't you don't go against a guy that's as hot as damian lillard right now yeah you can't, you yeah. can't touch him right now i like that a lot that was one of mine was i also po- like the over too it's 224 i do too i think it's uh you saw 224 i think that they're exceeding that i i think that both of those teams can score the ball i absolutely really well and i yeah. think that if dame has 50 again yeah It'll I like happen. it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, a game that I like is uh, uh, it's the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks are just minus the, six and a half. Yeah, minus six and a half. They're just that team that kind of feels like no other team can touch them right now. I think uh, minus six and a half is a little low. Yeah, what's up with that? If I if it, I put the Zion's line for playing that, that night, right? Zion. And so that <laughs> that freaks out everyone who makes Zion. The lines. Guys, yeah. look, it's Zion. Wait, the Zion factor. <laughs> who are you talking about? Who Zion. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. Zion Williamson. <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell. Yeah. So I think exactly. yeah, I think Bucks minus six and a half should should be cast. Yeah, I think uh, that they win by ten. 
I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think that the Pelicans. Giannis might sit the whole fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, the over under for that <laughs> game is two forty five. That's kind of it's up. Steep. It's up there. It's up there. So I I kind of stay away from that. that. But you know, it's it's difficult. It's early to try to judge Zion because mm-hmm. one of these days they're going to take off these this minute restriction. He's still on. And he's just going to produce. I mean, he is a high percentage field goal shooter. He's an incredible rebounder. What? I mean, is it possible that they get that plus six and a half if he has what, twenty five and ten? Where's this game at? Um, it's, in New or- it's in New Orleans. It is. Yeah, yeah it's at the Smoothie King. The Bucks. I don't know. I it doesn't the scare the Bucks. Yeah, no. I, th- I think the Bucks still have it. They're well, you, forty-two and seven. You had an interesting stat about Zion today, actually. Yeah, Zion after last five games has missed 24 shots, and out of those 24 shots, he's rebounded 12 of them, like his own shots. What? It's an absurd stat. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a great player. I don't think, yeah, I don't think anyone's doubting his potential, but yeah. he's that's still a rookie human. that's only been playing for, what, two, three weeks now? Yeah, he's, he's still getting his feet under him. Um, I think we need to calm down from the Zion hype and yeah. just let him play now. I agree with yeah. you. I, I'm excited to see how he how he grows with this team and how he does with the chemistry. But I think he's certainly capable of big things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, he'll be successful while he's there for sure. Definitely. Yep. All right. Well, we're gonna go to commercial one last time. We'll be back in a few with some closing words and statements. You're listening to the League Talk on 91.1 WEGL, and we'll see you in a few. All right, everybody, you're listening to League Talk on 91.1 WEGL. Um, we're finishing up our show now. It's been a very interesting and fun first show, I would say. Um, we've got a Twitter that we're in the process of making, um, but that should be up and running by our next show. Um, if you'd like to somehow, if you'd like some points or some rebuttals to things that we're saying that you'd like to mention to us during the show, off the show, whenever, Feel free to tweet at us. Um, tweet us your picks too. Tweet us your picks. We'd love some picks. We'll 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 break them down on the show. Um, we'll also have the phones hopefully set up. So look to our Twitter for more information. Um, we'll be posted on the WEGL Instagrams and Twitter. So go ahead and follow WEGL AU, and um, you'll find more information there. Um, but it's been a good time, Tucker. Lead us home. Yeah, so uh, thanks for listening to League Talk. Tune in next Monday at 7 p.m. on Weagle 91.1 FM. For more sports content, check out WeagleFM.com and follow us on Twitter at WEGL Sports. If you ever miss a show, check out our previous episodes, which should be out in the next couple days. It'll be out. Podcast app. Yeah, Spotify and the Apple Podcasts. Yep. This is League Talk. I'm Tucker Haygood. Signing off. Gosh, that was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Have a good night. What do you do? Thanks for listening to League Talk. Tune in next Monday at 7 p.m. on WEGL 91.1 FM. For more sports content, check out WEGLFM.com. Follow us on Twitter at League Talk WEGL and at WEGL Sports. If you ever miss a show, Check out our previous episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This is League Talk, and I'm Tucker Haygood, signing off.